I haven't shot living things, okay? Oh, God. <laughs> Just I've, I've only really shot like dead things. Yes. yes, Lucas, <laughs> but you've been skeet shooting. Yes, I have been skeet shooting. You better watch out, Pope. <laughs> well, but the skeets are already dead. <laughs> but the skeets are already dead. Yes, but they move very quickly. This podcast Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Thundercast. My name is Lucas. My name is Christian. And I'm Liam, here with another podcast that just talks about movies. And returning to our show, joining us again, is our good friend Ezra Warnick. Yes. Hey, Hello. Hi, Ezra. Welcome. Uh, Ezra, you were on episode 16, I believe, of the show uh, way, way back in the day. That was about three years ago at this point. Um, so, yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, Ez is going to be guiding us through... A fun little activity. This is uh, this is a pre-show to our live show, in a way. Okay, right on, Lucas. Where where are we coming live from? Today we are coming live. Uh, we're coming to you live from uh, the Wheel of Fortune, but the actual wheel, not the show. We are physically on the wheel. Yeah, yeah we have gyroscopes on our cameras. Oh, oh so. shit, shit, <laughs> guys, guys, it's spinning again. It's spinning again. Lucas, also, I got I got you right when you were swallowing. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, gonna, I can edit that out of the audio show, but I don't think I can edit that. Can you? Video can you show. edit in Go Lucas ahead. just spontaneously vomiting? <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah. I don't Odd know. Because if he's swallowing water, it looks—it's probably gonna look like he's about to vomit or drop all the something. People with the metaphobia, just stick it to him. Yeah, yeah. Liam hey, has a metaphobia. I'd be, sticking, I'd be sticking it to myself. I can't handle watching people puke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are we doing today? Uh, today, oh, and also before we get to that, uh, we're sponsored by our patrons. That's right. Yes. Y'all every... get, we'll, uh, everyone, everyone of our patrons will get a, uh, uh, call out at the end of the show. That's right. Yes. Uh, every single one of you. Uh, what are we doing today? Uh, today, uh, we're doing a game show. We're doing a game show. Of some kind. I don't actually know the full extent of it, but yeah. we're doing, we're doing that. <laughs> as, as will explain it to us a little later on. Um, but before we get any further, we got to do the ingestion uh who would like to go first i think it probably makes most sense if we let ez go first because as you are our guest so what have you ingested over the past little while yeah so i i've been ingesting a lot of stardew valley (laughs) nice i've been doing a lot of farming it's good good fun uh, I've been ingesting the Witcher books for like two or three years now. Um, they're very dense. And for some reason, I'm like, every time I read a book, I'm like, yeah, I could read that two or three more times. And then I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and I don't allow myself to move on to the next one until I finish it. So that is how that's going. How many books I actually are there? still have the first, uh, the audio for the first Witcher book saved into uh, my YouTube watch list from when you recommended it as. There are yeah. eight Witcher books. There are. Is the Witcher yeah. is the Witcher three? Are they all like? Is each book or each no. video game based? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I wanted to originally play the Witcher three. This was like my original thought. Uh, someone was like, "Play it, you'd like it." And then I was like, "There's a first and a second, dang!" And then I started playing the first, realizing there's a story before that wasn't even canon. And I was like, "Yeah, I want to ingest that first. Um, it's kind of good. There are parts I really like and parts I could do without. Yeah. <laughs> um, the part being like, it's written by a nine-year-old Polish man who like. A nine-year-old? Nine-year-old? 
No, he's he's like he's like he's like eighty years old, and he was like he wrote it he wrote it in like the nineties. Um, so he's he's got a lot of opinions, but he's also he it's it's very it's dense. Yeah, like, <laughs> Lucas, haven't you read them? No, I haven't. Oh, okay, well, I played The Witcher three and watched the the TV show, and that's it. Well, the best um, from what uh because Ez and I here have talked about it before, but way they've described it to me, it sounds like it has some of a troubling things in there are just some are some of the things that come with a lot of uh epic fantasy particularly like uh what's really become popular again with like game of thrones right right yeah 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 there is this bit if can i spoil it a little bit oh yeah. i won't say, i won't say like when it happened but it was written a long time ago there was this bit when i was reading the books i was seven books in so i have put a lot of investment in and in this last book i was like yeah i'm, I'm starting to see that investment pay off and i had not throughout all of the books introducing new characters every chapter it doesn't matter who cares um but in, in this last book there was a bit when the main character it looked like in order to save the world she was gonna have to have sex and give birth uh, to a man prince and i was like if this is how this book is just gonna be Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, it's subverted that. <laughs> so that's at least good. That's good. It's yeah, it's really unfortunate that a lot of like high fantasy treads that line so often. You yeah. know, like I I these guys know how much I've liked uh or I liked Shadow of the Torturer by Gene Wolfe. I've never hid that fact. Um it's a great book. Um however, the treatment of women is uh, is incredibly problematic. <laughs> um, I could even say about some of my favorite stuff, like uh, oh, yeah. a lot of Alan Moore stories have uh, similar problems in them. Yeah, yeah. Particularly, uh, like I know uh, you've read uh, Watchmen, uh, as but the whole uh, sexual assault motif or whatnot that pops up a lot throughout his work, I find kind of off-putting, yeah, despite sure. how good a lot of his stories are. There's lots of other ways to character develop or not write that. <laughs> or, you know, show extreme trauma. That's not the only form of extreme trauma that exists. Yeah. But yeah. also, there's ways to show it without showing it. But it, it's yeah. tricky because you want to, like, show not tell. So it's like you got to play with those two rules. But, like, you, I, you can't be gratuitous with it like because at the end of the day, you're going to have people watching it, and that is – that's awful. <laughs> That's yeah. You made it for someone to view. That feels weird. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Anything else that's on your list? Uh, I've been reading The Walking Dead, and it is okay. It's pretty good. I'm, like, on the third volume. I finished it last night. Uh, a couple more people died. I've been keeping a list, actually, of who's dying, and it's very <laughs> interesting. On oh, the timeline? Yeah. Yeah. Buddy, yeah. you bring up funny you bring up the walk again i'm currently using the comics as a stand for my microphone <laughs> I, was using, I was using the really thick compendium i bought it really cheap at fair's fair this is really awful to books but i bought it for 12 dollars or something and i needed something to prop my window open and i used it if it works for like two years <laughs> it has like a good dent in it but uh, still so readable nice yeah if it yeah. works it works right yeah cool do you have anything else you want to mention mm. I've been playing Pokemon Emeralds, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it, uh, I had to, that one when I was a kid. You'd have to spend like $100 or go the oh, illegal Jesus. route. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, get an illegal emulator route, which, yeah. honestly, we, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't strive away from. 
this show. Hey, as long as you're stealing from rich people, I'm cool with it. Yeah, steal steal from the Pokemon Corporation. They have enough They're money. They're really rich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't even spend any of it. They said like it would it would be like zero point zero one like amount of money to spend like one million dollars on their last game and they didn't even put that into it, so Jesus. Wow. I, I, like if you can't invest yeah, honestly. I am, I no respect. <laughs> put the money in where you need to put it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, no respect, but li- like, but I can find Pikachu on my macaroni, on my guitar yeah. tuner. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pokemon are everywhere. Yeah, but Pokemon don't want to spend money. <laughs> no. Do you think we'll ever have a real functioning Pokemon in the real world? I yeah, think so. Drones. Not one, not, not, probably not ones that fit inside little balls. Pokemon I, and drones I, are gonna um, do a partnership. Actually, <laughs> you buy Pokemon <laughs> on Amazon. I, to you. No, that's a that's a kind of a terrifying idea. Intentionally genetically creating creatures for the for for the, for the only for the only reason of making them fight each other to the, in brutal fashions for others' entertainment. Do you really oh. think humans haven't done that before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but still, we should be past that. It's fucking 2021, guys. Whoa. Do you guys want to... I'm sorry. I can't I can't, I can't. can't misrail you in the injunction, but I heard this crazy fact, and I can share it with you if you want. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is a crazy fact. So, like, there's a thrift store near me, and uh, it's, it's 17th Ave Thrift. Oh, yeah, go there. It's nice. Uh, but um, the owner is is a vegan and so she is like she's she's like oh yeah i love animals gotta look out for them she sent us this like pamphlet or whatever and it was like horses ordinary horses are being shipped to asia to be turned into sushi so i did a little digging i was like all of asia um so my partner and i did a little digging and then we found out that yeah approximately 400 horses from alberta are like and it's it's kind of illegal where they shipped but they're shipped to japan and then made into horse sashimi for like the richest people only like raw red meat like the freshest horse or whatever that's so odd yeah and then i was like where do i get horse sushi like like <laughs> and, and there was like there's only six restaurants and i was like oh wow like, well, I, like there must be one singular Alberta farm four hundred <laughs> horses to yeah. six restaurants in Japan. Like I can understand eating horse meat. Like yeah. that. Like I, 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 I'm pretty sure I've eaten horse meat. Mm-hmm. But I've like horse horse sashimi. Yeah, like, it's like yeah. That's, like that's where it got weird for me. It, it, so it sounds like one of weird. I like looked it up and like in in Japan in japan and, and like in asia like there's this buddhist belief so actually for a long time people weren't eating me for eat, weren't eating meat for a long time there was this emperor and he was like don't eat horses don't eat cows don't eat monkeys don't eat anything because it could be your ancestor that could be your grandfather you don't want to eat that so like i feel like you could eat horse now for a hundred years it's okay to eat so horse now yeah that's what I mean to say. We've okayed it. You know, I only tried horse briefly when I was uh, in Paris a, num- a couple of years ago. Right. Yeah, I've heard that uh, over there, they like, on certain restaurants, they'll put like a statue of a horse, like a bust of a horse on the front so that you know, yeah, I want to get horse here. This is where you get oh, a horse. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've eaten horse. I've also eaten moose. 
Damn. Yeah, that's, why, that's why I'm so tall. I've absorbed its power. <laughs> I, I, I've eaten moose too. It's easy to eat moose when you live here. Yeah. <laughs> you it's to know someone. One, unrelated, but uh, one time I was watching Man vs. Wild and I saw Bear Grylls uh, cha- like, fizz- like run and chase down and tackle down a deer. And then he ripped out its heart and ate its still beating heart. And he was like, "Mm, boom. And then he kept going. And I was like, I don't, that's not plausible for most human beings. (laughs) This is why I like Survivor Man. Because Survivor Man, he's like, listen, this is what you got to do. But anyway, um, as you got anything else on your list? No, no, no. Just that. No just worries. Just my little research on the horse sashimi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go real quick. Oh, wait. I'm can I actually mention one more thing? Of so course you sorry. can. Yeah. Okay. There's this really great manga, but maybe if I tell everyone that it'll be hard for me to rent it, but I'm going to. Oh, you, nice. you could save it for as a recommendation, too. Oh yeah, true. I'll say. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, cool. Yeah. I was that wasn't me tiptoeing around it. I was just like, <laughs> okay. Uh, real quick. So, um, I I've only seen a handful of things recently, but uh, of notes, I just finished watching "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" again, um, because they have most of it. They have the first eight seasons on Disney Plus, plus or minus some episodes, um, for. Some very obvious reasons. My uh, favorite Disney show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, there, yeah, there's a couple episodes where the, the gang does some pretty racist shit. And it's like, yeah, we can't fly with this. Um, and then the rest of it you can find on like FX Canada. So I watched the rest of it. Um, but I also watched it last year at the start of the pandemic. And I really like that show. Um, mostly because... It's one of those rare cases where every single character is deplorable and they they do not there's no redemption at all there's no like possibility for redemption anything like that but it's still enjoyable cuz it's enjoyable to is, watch them fail. Emma show was actually smart and frames the gang at least for the most part as being in the wrong. Yeah. Quite yeah, quite quite literally all the time. Not, not okay. That's true. Actually, not all the time. Sometimes they do win. They have way. made mistakes, but the writers of "It's Always Sunny" have shown that they're able to move forward and uh, just uh, learn from those mistakes. Right. Um, I also uh, got a new phone recently, and as a way of getting a new phone, I got Apple TV free for a year. So that was kind of neat. Um, and as a result, I've watched uh, the first couple episodes of Mythic Quest. Uh, Raven's Banquet, which is Rob McElhenney. He plays uh, Mac in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, He, Charlie Day, and someone else created this show called Mythic Quest that follows a uh, development team for a video game that's like WoW, like one of the biggest video games in the world, called Mythic Quest. And they just released their newest uh, expansion called Raven's Raven's Banquet. Uh, And the first season basically just follows them dealing with the the ups and downs of that and it's it's pretty pretty good it's pretty funny it has a lot of returning characters or not characters but uh, uh performers from it's always sunny and then a lot of new people and stuff like rickety cricket is in it he's in the sh- he's in ravens uh, sorry he's in mythic quest and then yeah rob mcelhenny is there and whatever but it's uh it's pretty funny it's it's not like a laugh out loud kind of funny show but it's like a ponder and be like <laughs> Like later on, kind of show. <laughs> um, Sitting on your couch. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I do like that. And on, on the other side of that, uh, in terms of watching uh, uh, Apple TV uh, shows, is I watched Ted Lasso, which is James J. Uh, what is his name? Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. That's it. That's the guy. Uh, so he plays a young uh, uh, amateur league American football coach who goes to the UK to coach a professional football team like soccer team professional football team uh and we've only watched the first episode but it's pretty it's also pretty good it's um it really shows that sudeikis can do comedy and drama in this at the same time you know and like just the way his performance is is just it's really it's subdued but it's also like really relatable i don't know i like it a lot um and the last two things one of them is last night i watched a movie called family uh and it is lucas you're smirking i feel like it's because i went all robotic on you have i <laughs> you, you froze for a little bit and like cut out for for a second for me and like you, you said something everyone's like nodding in agreement and then you're silent and everyone just kept nodding uh, <laughs> god damn it yeah my internet's been all fucky but you at home won't notice it because we're recording on my computer um anyway so i watched this movie called family uh and it has uh uh she's in um Orange is the New Black. She's the lead in that show. I can't remember what her name uh, is. Taylor. Uh, uh, I can't her remember her name. Her, yeah. her character's name was Piper, I think. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the the premise is she kind of plays like an uptight uh, paralegal who's kind of not nice, you know, a very mean person who is uh, kind of forced to take care of her niece Oh, you're smirking again. I feel like I froze again. No, uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, who's, who's forced to take care of her niece for a week, uh, and her niece uh, slowly becomes a juggalo, um, and that's the premise of the movie. But it's like a, <laughs> it's, it's a coming of age, but also accepting your age kind of movie. And uh, also has juggalos in it. So you had me a juggalo. <laughs> I was gonna say, like I was like, oh. I remember that time we were watching that documentary on juggalos at your house, Christian. Which and one? after, and it, I don't know, it was just something on <laughs> documentary on YouTube, and we were just sitting there watching. And uh, eventually, yeah. and it was interesting for a bit until I was like, "Can we watch something else?" Yeah, I really hate juggalos. Uh, <laughs> I, I think they're fascinating because they're technically a, a terrorist group and a they gang. Are fascinating, but huh. they are fascinating <laughs> mostly because they're all about family and like one love and all this stuff. But they also suck. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck juggalos. Half of my cousin, four of my cousins are juggalos. So if any of them happen to watch this, then like, I don't know, get a better hobby. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I'm sorry. You like juggalos. I don't know. Dang. I got a, I got a <laughs> hatred for the juggalos. Uh, but hatred it's funny that to... could be targeted at more, far more deserving things. Kind of like your hatred towards Timothy Chalamet for no reason. I want to punch him in the mouth. Uh, <laughs> Liam, I hate, I hate other things. It's not. It's not just Juggalos <laughs> and Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> and they say I unjustly yeah, those, hate those too are many your Those are your sworn enemies. <laughs> if Timothy Chalamet ever became a Juggalo, I think I'd be. <laughs> I would just be a hate fueled man. Um, finally, the last thing that I watched is I went to a drive-in movie because those are kind of okay here in uh, our uh, COVID-ridden province, and um, I I saw Spiral from the Book of Saw. 
which is uh, the newest installment in the Saw franchise, if you didn't gather that from the title. Oh, um, a new one. And it stars Chris Rock and stars Sam Jackson. He's in like three scenes. Uh, mm. But it stars uh, Chris Rock, and it's... I like some of the Saw movies. I like the first two specifically, and then everything else after that is just hot garbage, but it's still kind of enjoyable because a lot of it is creative. A lot of it is genuinely like, oh, that's a really interesting like concept. I never I never thought of like building a death trap that would snap somebody's head in half, you know? Like like some some of it is inventive. <laughs> Some of it's creative in that sense, in that very gruesome, grotesque sense. It's also cool that it started from just one indie feature made by two guys who had never made a movie before. Yeah. It's also and nice. uh, launched a franchise. It's nice that Jigsaw cares about his friends enough to sort of build these contraptions. <laughs> Puts a lot of effort that. in. It's a little too much effort. Uh, yeah, honestly, he's thoughtful and he's, he's, he's paying attention and listening. So th- this one actually doesn't have Tobin Bell, um, so it's a new killer. It's not Jigsaw. It's not, uh, um, yeah. So it's not, yeah. Tobin Bell is his name. John Kramer. That's the name of uh, Jigsaw. So he's is not it Billy. In it. It's not Billy. Actually, Billy is not in the movie. There is no Billy the puppet. Um, it is a new puppet, which is a marionette puppet that is a police as o- a pig in a police officer's uniform. Because <laughs> get it? It's a metaphor. Um, <laughs> But the the biggest thing with, with Spiral is that it's not a subtle... None of the Saw movies are subtle. But this one is, like, really, like, cops are fucking bad. Do you get it? And, like, every single scene, <laughs> it's like, cops are fucking bad. Cops, are, cops suck. And I was like, yeah, this is topical. But, like, at the same time, like, a little bit would, of, like, subtlety would have been nice. Even just, not even like, political of subtlety. It would more so just be a little bit of actual direction of what you're trying to say with this. Yeah. Yeah, and also it's got one of those bullshit saw endings where it's not finalized, and I was like, God damn it! <laughs> you know, like you I have to put a cliffhanger on it. But oh, yeah. or they should put out like six different endings and show them in different parts of the globe. What is this so clue? Can argue about it. <laughs> yeah. What were you gonna say? Oh man, uh, I have actually I've li- I have liked one hundred percent of the saw movies I have seen, which is none of them. Which is one and two. Oh. <laughs> well, right and on. I never, I never got into. I've said a million times, I never got into the first. I've seen the first three. I never got into it. Like I have a. When I was younger, I hated the first one just because I thought it was stupid as all fucking hell. But the older, but then I learned that Leigh Winnell had never written a screenplay before, and I was like, uh, yeah, all of my problems with this come from first screenplay syndrome. Yeah. So I'm like, it's really not fair for me to uh, be that hard on it. Yeah, and Lewinell has come so far, and yeah. so same with James Wan. You know, like they've, is it James Wan? Yes, James Wan and Lewinell. Okay. okay, and they've come so far in their careers that like, if that's where you started with one of the most successful um, indie films of all time, like good on you. Anyway, it's amazing that James Wan went from making uh, Saw to making Furious Seven to make, uh, sorry, from making from saw to the conjuring to furious seven to brooklyn man i know it what kind a, of amazes me that he, he went that far what a career. my favorite trilogy <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's spiral um i to say whether or not i would recommend it is like do you like watching someone's fingers get ripped off do you like watching someone have hot wax poured on their face if so 
this is the movie for you. I'm gonna write this down. <laughs> no. For uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's my ingestion. Who would like to go next? I can go next. Um, I finished. I finished John Green's uh, Anthrop- Anthropocene reviewed. Um, overall, I really liked it, but it was basically just all the essays from the podcast expanded a little bit. Right. I think there's 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 a handful that weren't in the podcast. Um, but you know, I I I really like the podcast. I've said before. I don't have much more to say. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a good podcast equals good book. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you think they should uh, turn our podcast into a book? I don't think anybody would read that. <laughs> That'd be weird. So chapter just, one, just, Lucas just... and Leah, uh, Liam and Christian fight. Chapter two, <laughs> the fight continues. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> chapter chapter three, it turned out Liam was right. Chapter four, it's okay to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the big thing I want to talk about is I finished uh, the Mass Effect trilogy with the Legendary Edition. Um, I had a great time. <laughs> Mass Effect 2 is genuinely such a well-structured game and it's like really really well written as well and it's uh it's a game in which like your your choices genuinely do matter in in the scope of not even just the game but also the sequel because uh I've, I've probably said this before but like depending on the choices you make any one of your squad mates in that game can die right if you make a wrong choice they die if you don't do a specific mission they die sort of thing um and that the 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 ramifications of that of that carry on to the second game uh uh, so sorry, the third game, uh, and third game is probably the weakest of the trilogy. It very obviously had the most influence from like EA, and I, while I was playing it, I was like, did this have like DOD funding or something? Because mm. there's a lot of like military hoorah bullshit in it, if that makes sense. Yep. And like it is, it is a war game. Like like you're at war with the Reapers, and so I, I get that to an extent, but like it goes pretty far sometimes. It's there's so much like like uh, victory at all costs you must sacrifice to win blah 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 and all that military propaganda shit right um which that that bothered me but there's also a lot of really great moments uh in it as well which you might not have access to if if you fucked up the previous games mm. um <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh and the when mass effect 3 came out there's a really big controversy over the ending because the ending sucked uh uh, at least at the time, everyone, including myself, uh, believed that. And then I don't know what happened, but I actually, I actually really liked the ending. At least the ending that I picked uh, this this go around. I'm not sure if like um, the DLC that they added uh, added more context to the ending, or uh, I've I've seen the end of Game of Thrones and therefore am much more forgiving towards endings now. <laughs> and you um, also saw the Rise of Skywalker and, and the Rise of Skywalker. That is that, that as well. <laughs> Uh, or if I just had like 10 years or however long uh, Mass Effect 3 has been out to adjust to what the ending was. But uh, in the end, I really like it. Uh, I, I, kinda, I like the ending choice. I don't want to spoil anything. But like at, at the end of the game, basically it comes to four choices with what you do to, to defeat uh, the Reapers. And uh, do you guys want to know what they are or, or do you want to just avoid spoilers? I'm okay with them. I don't know about Ez and Leo. It, it's like an, it's like an eleven year old game, but I don't remember when I play it. <laughs> Fair enough, Liam. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't Spoil care. away. Okay. Spoilers so for Mass Effect here. For spoilers for Mass Effect three. Basically, for for a little bit of context, um, the 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 main conflict in Mass Effect 
trilogy is the sentient race of machines called the Reapers are coming into the galaxy to wipe out all uh, all advanced life. Um, and in the end, in Mass Effect 3, you spend a lot of it uniting races and like bringing people together to fight the Reapers uh, and to build this thing called the Crucible, uh, which is um, a weapon that has been uh, developed by previous uh, cycles, like before the Reapers came to wipe them out. There, it's the culmination of knowledge and experimentation of all the races that came before. And once you activate the Crucible, you're inside of it, and this little ghostly child shows up. And uh, they, they tell you, they kind of explain the history of the Reapers, which is kind of like an iRobot situation, where they, uh, they're an AI that comes to wipe out humanity to preserve, not humanity, but all advanced races to preserve life because life always creates synthetics that rise up against uh, organics to wipe out organics. So they want that cycle to stop. And by doing that, they murder all the organics so they can't create synthetic life. Hmm. Um, (laughs) So like this vicious uh, murder cycle. Um, And through the creation of the Crucible, uh, this AI that runs the Reapers uh, uh, gives Shepard a choice because obviously their their solution doesn't work anymore. They can A, destroy uh, all synthetic life in the galaxy, including all the AI friends you've made along the way. Uh, two, you can control the Reapers. You would give up your life and your brain would basically, basically become the new AI that controls the Reapers. Uh, three uh, is, a, is an option called synthesis in which all organics become partly synthetic and all uh, synthetics become partly organic. So they can finally like fully understand each other. Um, and, or four. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and four, you can just refuse and do nothing in which case the Reapers wipe out all advanced life in the galaxy. Um, personally, I chose synthesis cause I feel like that's the most chill option. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't include genocide or slavery. So, <laughs> right. you know, there's one yeah. thing Lucas inherently hates it's conflict. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say genocide. And I was like, yeah, I would hope Lucas hates genocide. I, <laughs> I, I would hope that, I mean, I know it's not true, but I would hope any human hates genocide. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully not all do, but, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, that's the gist of it. Um, personally, I think synthesis is the, is the best ending. Uh, but yeah. I had a great time with Mass Effect. Um, I also watched something that I know Christian also watched, but I feel like he's probably saving it for recommendations. Yep. <laughs> and that's... Uh, should, should I talk about it or just wait for you to recommend No, it? you go for it. Okay. I wasn't, that was, that wasn't, my, wasn't yeah, going to be yes. my, my recommendation, yes. so I'm glad that oh, you're okay, bringing it up. Okay. This way it doesn't just turn into the Christian and Lucas show. Shut the fuck up, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bo Burnham's new special, Inside. Uh it's great. <laughs> it's so fucking Which good. I it's actually, really good. I actually watched some of it with uh, Christian on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, just because I was like, I, based on the way we know Bo Burnham and I, knowing my own sensibilities and the experiences I've had, I was like, I, I feel like I'm, this is something I need to be weeded to. Like, I feel like I'm going to get, if I just sit down and watch this by myself, I'm going to get really sad and I'm, things are <laughs> yeah. not going to go over well. Yeah. Which is a weird thing to say about a comedy special, but it is true. <laughs> it's, it's so accurate. Yeah. Well, but Bo- like, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really funny, really, really smart. But keep in mind, it is not for everybody. No. If you are in a fragile mental state, do not watch this special. Uh, it's it can be it's a little devastating yeah. to be honest. I texted Luke uh, Lucas like, as soon as I watched it because I was like thirty minutes in and I said I'm thirty minutes in and this Sako bit killed me. And then Lucas was like, Yeah, I'm still digesting a lot of it. And then I finished it and I was like, Oh, 
<laughs> and then I messaged Lucas and I said, I hope Bo's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then a couple, a couple days later, he posted a picture on Twitter of just him outside. I was like, outside. I, I No context, like no hashtags, yeah. just a picture of him outside. And I laughed because yeah. I was like, you're a fucking genius. Like, yeah. But yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's so good. I, I really wish that you were able to find it on Spotify, but I think they're holding mm. out on that um, because yeah, there's... They posted a couple songs to uh, YouTube. Yeah. They posted Welcome to the Internet and FaceTiming with Mom or whatever it's called. Yeah. FaceTiming, FaceTime with my mom is one of my least favorite. Um, yeah. It's a good thing that it's short. Um, mm-hmm. But I think my favorite one is Funny Feeling. Uh, yeah, that one's not even like funny. It's not funny. It's just a good song. Yeah, and I, sh- I shared it with Liam, and Liam was like... Oh, and it, it like kind of like you could see it on his face where he was like that. That's that's not just a good song. That's a great song, you know, because mm-hmm. it's and it's also just like so topical. I think that's what I liked the most about Inside was that it really did speak to a lot. Not everyone, but a lot of people's mental state over the past year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that wasn't like super juvenile and just felt like it was trying to profiteer off of it. Some of it's yeah. pretty juvenile, but that's just bro. yeah. But I oh, mean, yeah. it's not like uh, nope, nope. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> what, nope. we, what, what was is it a word I don't like? No. Okay. Okay. What were you? And then uh, I was just gonna say it was a lot like a certain other celebrity who Christian loves who did something about the pandemic. Who? Dolly Parton. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's always doing something, ain't she? Are you talking about Taylor Swift? Yes. How the fuck did I don't want to get into this? <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, some of the songs are just like just like comedy fluff, like they're great. Mm-hmm. But like, and then suddenly sometimes it gets very sad. Well, yeah, it'll like it'll go from being that is like, Bo Burnham though. True, but it'll go from like him being like incredibly funny, like. Woke up at eleven thirty. I feel like shit or whatever. Yeah. And then the next scene is him sitting in front of a camera, and he's like, "I'm not doing good." And then yeah. he like <laughs> fucking throws the camera down and like storms away. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh well, because and it, it, what it's I intense. what I really liked about that specifically was the the sheer amount of mood swings that somebody a lot of people did go through in the past year and a half, and most likely will continue because it's a very traumatic experience for so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this really will be a lot of, for a lot of people, like a swan song, swan, swan song for the pandemic in a way where it's like, that'll be a good way for us to kind of send it off and be like, thank you. You, 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 you bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, no more. Thanks. Um, and also, and also like, it's, it's amazing that he shot this himself cause it looks amazing. It looks great. Yeah. Like, especially like. It, it, like uh, uh, one of the songs, "White Woman's Instagram," mm-hmm. genuinely looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a very funny song, but like at the same time, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's one of those songs that'll get stuck in your head. Anyway, um, uh, yeah. we'll we'll stop. Lucas and I will talk yeah. about it more okay. later at a different. All right. Well, that's that's my ingestion. Liam, go. <laughs> right. Well, given uh, so I haven't actually watched it a lot in the past two weeks, given that uh, life's getting busy again. Um. I guess to start um, on, uh, just because this is a quick one, on Saturday night, uh, Christian and I got together with a group of our friends and uh, decided on to Discord. watch. Uh, on Discord. Yes, on Discord. Yes, Christian, on Discord. Liam, I feel like we actually have to preface that. Like, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, that reminds me. There's one more thing I ingested, a vaccine. But oh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. 
but no, we uh, <laughs> hopped on Discord with a couple of, of friends and we watched uh, a movie from when we were kids mm-hmm. that uh, I, for some reason, have a tendency to go back and watch every like every like five to ten years. Um, Osmosis Jones, yeah, starring uh, Chris Rock, <laughs> uh, David Hyde, Pier- Hyde Pierce, and Lawrence Fishburne. I watched two Chris Rock movies this week, and he was a cop in both. and uh the best thing i could say about this movie is kind of what everybody says but for the sake of our for the sake of everything and just to uh keep it close to home i'm going to quote something christian said in a similar vein about under siege i liked everything but the bill murray bits (laughs) (laughs) when it's all the animated stuff it's really fun and really enjoyable i also think that's a lucas quote to be honest with you i think lucas said i like everything but the steven seagal bits yeah (laughs) Um, Maybe. I don't remember. But it was... Um, I'll take it. I'll take the quote. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I let you gush about Bo Burnham I'm for sorry. five minutes straight without interruptions. <laughs> um, but no, uh, one, uh, was a, the, an- the animation still holds up really, really well. And it's unbelievably colorful and vibrant. I mean, also, just like it's engaged... It's, as far as story goes, it's nothing new. It's kind of just a, every other buddy cop movie you've seen. But I also happen to like buddy cop movies. Um, in the body. Yeah, but <laughs> that's not every buddy cop movie. Yeah, but I mean, like the the story, like the way the story goes or whatnot. It's about two different guys learning to be friends, like very been there done that. But it's fun enough, and like uh, just told again relatively well. I also realized that despite how cringy the whole idea of Kidney Rock is, the soundtrack's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's Kid <laughs> like, Rock, but he's a germ. Oh yeah, they go God. to this club called Bazit, and uh, Kid Rock, and there's a uh, um, germ called Kidney Rock that's playing in there. And they sing a song that's very inappropriate for a children's yeah. movie. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's a lot of like, there's a there's a line in that song that they sing about uh, one of them like putting like uh, Rohypnol in some person's drink, and that's in a kids movie. That line of dialogue. Or a line from a song is in a children's movie. So. Also, uh, okay. one thing that uh, I, uh, what is it that I, I've talked about this before with uh, other animated movies I've, uh, was that we've watched on this, but one thing I still appreciate this is this is back when movies that were made for, uh, was it family audiences had a bit more of a spine. Like the fact that their villain is a cold-blooded fucking murderer. Yeah. Like, and some people die in some pretty grotesque fashions, fashion when he gets them. And Bill Murray says, I went to the to the liquor store and the cigarette warehouse or factory or something. He's got a line of dialogue where he says that. Uh, no, I... Whoa, vintage. Um, because nowadays it would be like, I went to the vape truck. They gave me a free one and didn't ask for ID. <laughs> no, there's a... Uh, but, like, uh, this guy's introduction is, like, he... Uh, like, is what he does. He has, like, these really long... Drax. fingers, things. Or Thrax. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're vi- the villain. And uh, he pokes this guy and he like literally just lights up his eye, just lights pretty much lights on fire and like his eye explodes and he melts away. Like just there's one, there's this one guy who he just tears apart, but it offer operates under transformers logic where it's not because we're not human. You can kill people in whatever groups of fashion yeah. you want. Yeah. Man. And Have you ever something... seen it, Lucas? Nope. Really? We watched nope. it. I, what is, I first saw it cause we watched it in uh, grade four science. Because <laughs> a lot of the science of, of the human biology is actually pretty accurate. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, they have to go to the the hippocamp, the hippopotamus. Hippocampus. The hippopotamus. But no, what is it? It was. I mean, I know it's not a great movie. It's one that I just kind of have a soft spot for because I remember after we watched it in school, um, I found it at a video store for like two bucks and bought a co- and bought a VHS copy of it. And uh, so every, even though there are a lot of things that do go against my sensibilities, particularly the gross Fairly Brothers shit, uh, what is it, in the live action bits. But I don't know, Christian and I have also talked about editing this movie down so it's just the animated bits. I, I intend to. I intend to edit it down. So I'm going to make two versions, one that's just the live action bits and one that's just the animated bits and see if both of them make sense. I do, th- <laughs> I do think that the animated one will make perfect sense because you, you don't need the... You need some of the context of what happens on the outside world to make sense on what happens on the inside, but it's not that important. But anyway, also there was an animated series that came out called Ozzy and Drix. Yeah. Yeah. Or instead of uh, Chris Rock, Ozzy is voiced by um, Marvin from Pulp Fiction. Is it Phil Lamar? Phil Lamar. Yeah, yeah. He was also Samurai Jack, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. And Hermes from Futurama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, too many other things to count. He's, he's in a lot of stuff. Um, I met him once. Yeah, we nice. bumped into him at the, cow- at the Cowboys Casino after a con one year. Yep. <laughs> he, he, um, he probably just went in to go play some blackjack. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, uh, what is it? I've started watch, or uh, I'm about two seasons into a show that was on when I was a kid. But I wasn't allowed to watch for reasons I'll explain in a bit. But that's uh, Adult Swim's The Boondocks. Based hmm. on the um, uh, based on the uh, comic, the newspaper comic of the same name from the nineties. Um, so essentially, the whole idea of the show is that it's a uh, a satire on being a person of color in suburb in uh, suburban America, in mostly white suburban America, told from the perspective of a uh, was it from uh, was it of people of color. Um, and uh, the essentially the three leads have um. They di- they represent different uh, uh what is it different uh was it tro uh was it different what's the word the three are like a dichotomy of different aspects of uh black culture like uh you have uh like because it's two kids um uh Huey and Riley that live with uh, their grandfather and uh the first kid uh Huey represents uh essentially he's essentially like a radical. And a um, a, what is it like? Very well informed, but also very jaded about like about like how nothing seems to be going well, and like how there's still all these problems going on. Then there's his brother, who's been way too influenced by pop culture, G- things like GTA and gangster rap. Mm-hmm. And then there's his grandfather, that is their grandfather, that's um, essentially a man who grew up through the civil rights movement and whatnot. Is like, why can't we just be happy with the accomplishments that we've had? And uh, the show was essentially just, well, it was made during, during the 2000s. So it uh, was essentially a satire on contemporary politics around that time and culture. Like, uh, so they would tackle things like uh, America's response to uh, Hurricane Katrina or, or like the Bush administration's response and, um, or uh, one of the many, uh, uh, was it trials against R. Kelly? Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, but to give my general thoughts is overall i've really enjoyed it but man there are points where it even pushes some of my limits on uh, some of the content they have in there like this isn't a criticism because i'm not obviously i'm not the person who gets to decide how this is used but 
the N-word is used very liberally. Yeah. And like there were episodes back in the 2000s where Adult Swim or other or other networks would be like, we're not airing this. Mm-hmm. Um, to give an example of, of a kind of content in here, there's one episode that um, uh, was, a, for a, from what I understand, for the longest time, you weren't able to watch it unless you bought the DVDs. It was the Martin Luther King one? Yeah, there's yeah. an episode where it's in an alternate reality where if uh, ML, if, if, if when MLK was shot, it, he didn't die, but he was put into a coma. And uh, I showed Christian a clip from it and what it comes down to. And even he was like, how I'm amazed this got made. Yeah, it's it's um, a lot. But I'm a white guy, so yeah. it's hard for me to really pass but judgment on that. It is, he essentially um, he essentially wakes up from his coma in the 2000s and people and he starts to question if his whole uh, nonviolence or uh, passive resistance ideals actually still work. So uh, Huey tries to uh, get together with him and uh, just try to get help him gain relevancy again and gain a new following. And eventually he just uh, eventually he just snaps and it goes off on a pair essentially a parody of uh, his "I Have a Dream" speech, but it's him calling out the entire community. Yeah, and like uh, and he's he's pretty critical. <laughs> he's pretty critical yeah. of them. Yeah, but uh, either way, uh, overall I've really enjoyed it. Sometimes uh, it's a little too cynical even for me <laughs> um but like they're also but it's also uh really funny some of it hasn't aged great because uh just information we have now like there's a lot of stuff with bill cosby in there but this was mm-hmm. made before we knew who uh that who before it was revealed who, yeah, that bill yeah, cosby yeah. was <laughs> i wouldn't say yeah a lot of people knew who bill cosby was yeah it's before we now really knew who bill cosby is right um but no, uh, oh, uh, what is it? Uh, I essentially started watching it because I was talking to a friend of mine who referenced it and I didn't get it. And he was like, Liam, I'm shocked you haven't seen this. This seems like the kind of, uh, uh, what is it, satire or like uh, political commentary you would really enjoy. Um, so that led me to deciding to sit down to watch it. And overall, I've re- I was, again, overall, I've really been enjoying it. I'm going to stop at uh, season three because... Apparently, at season four, the creator got screwed out of his own show, and the show suffered because of that. Right, and kind of lost uh, the actual uh, uh, was it commentary on uh, the actual commentary, and just became shocking people as much as you can. Hmm. There's only the four, right? Or did they um, they brought it back for a revival, didn't no, they? Yeah. Are they are they? Yeah. Well, are that's actually one. Yeah, that's one thing I was thinking about while I was watching it, which is that um, I was like, this seems like a show that would thrive really well if it were on TV now especially with uh, the climate we're in. And then I learned that uh, Aaron McGruber, the original creator, is has teamed with HBO Max to do a reboot. Mm, cool. Huh. Right on. There you go. Radical. Anything else, Liam? Uh, no, that covers it. All right on. All right, let's move right into our recommendations for this week. As, again, since you are our guest, what is your recommendation yeah. for this week? Uh, can I have two? You sure can, yeah. They're reading ones. Um, <laughs> Are you reading. Lucas? If, yeah, if you're... Oh, not that kind of reading. Uh, <laughs> it's picture reading. Um, so, the, the first one is, if you really like Pokemon, I recently looked at the manga called Pokemon Adventures, or Pokemon Special in Japan, and it is really good. It is exactly how you would imagine things would go. Like, it's, like, from the game. Like, the artist has done these beautiful polygonal little buildings and everything. The Pokemon are so dang cute. And uh, there's, like, this sense of maturity to it. Like, there's an actual plot, which is interesting. (laughs) There's only one legendary in the world. So it's, like, if someone gets that, there's 
a means to want to get at that, you know? Right. It, it's kind of neat in that regard. And it's just so dang cute. But you can get it on Libby. It's on the Libby app at our public library. And uh, it's free, which is so rad. I've never heard of Libby, but... Oh, it's an app? Yeah. It's it's just like you, you can download, like, books down to your phone. Like, like I've been downloading a lot of graphic novels or, or whatever and reading them. But some of them have, like, un- unlimited downloads. Like, uh, which is really good. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't understand how you can do, like, a... Uh, like a library card on the internet that's just yeah, you, just, you just you just enter you your number your li- you just put your little library card in and it's like is it this person and you're like yeah and then it's like okay you can but why do i have to return books. anything i don't understand that but i think it's yeah. because you're buying you're buying like a certain amount of rights to these like yeah you're like you're like licensing it i think yeah. Yeah. oh i see i see okay but some of them have unlimited like the walking dead has unlimited so you could just like i'm reading it it's, it's 34 nice. volumes and i'm like yeah, i'm gonna read it for free um at my local library the next one uh is is really good until it's not um it's called the promised neverland it's like a manga that i read but it was crazy uh i hadn't read any manga for like a good five years and i used to read manga like a lot a lot a lot and i started reading this manga and i couldn't put it down until 34 chapters in because that was how big the arc was and it was right oh fantastic it was really good um but essentially the first arc because the other ones are weird uh it didn't know what kind of story it wanted to be and then it's really unfortunate because the manga artist uh got rushed on the ending which is usually what happens with manga artists they get like a month and then they have to wrap everything up uh so this manga suffered from that and so its ending is really weird just like abrupt yeah yeah and and like mischaracterized or whatever but the first 34 chapters are god tier they're so good it's about this uh orphanage that these children live at there's like 30 children from the ages of like 3 to 12 and they're just like living their lives in these like bright stark white clothing and we're like yeah it's cool it's happy it's nice uh but they have like these barcodes on your neck and you're like that's not regular for children that's cattle like (laughs) (laughs) But, but we find out really quick that this like orphanage is like more so a farm of sorts and it is so good it is like the first the first the first 34 chapters deal with these children who are incredibly smart because they've been bred to be uh like try to break out of this uh orphanage and it's really good it's really good i couldn't put it down Right on. Cool. Nice. Uh, my recommendation for this week is uh, also a picture book of sorts. Uh, I don't know if I recommended this. I think I said I was in my ingestion last episode. I think that's where I brought it up. But I've been reading um, this book by uh, a talented writer named Scotty Young, uh, and the book is called Middle West. Uh, it is a, like, I, I think I explained it last time, but I'll give a brief description. Uh, basically what it is, it's a, uh, f- fantasy-esque, uh, it takes place in mostly modern day, uh, semi-future, near-future, uh, fantasy, uh, comic book that follows this young man named Abel, uh, and his, uh, trusty fox named Fox, because as I probably mentioned last time, his, it, Fox's mother was too lazy to name him. So his name is Fox. 
And uh, anyway, it's Fox and Abel. And what happens is in the first issue, you learn that uh, Abel is very poorly treated by his father. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, undesirable treatment that goes on in the in the home. And one day, uh, Abel uh, accidentally steals some, or not accidentally, but is kind of forced by his friends to steal something from and shoplift, and that causes his dad to become incredibly angry, uh, which forces them to have a dispute, which causes Abel's father uh, to turn into a giant tornado monster. Uh, who then destroys their town, uh, and then Abel manages to run away, but in doing so, absorbs a piece of his father in doing that, oh. and gains gains the power to also turn into a giant tornado monster, um, but only when he's instigated, when he becomes incredibly angry and frustrated and upset or whatever. He then uh, ends up finding a small... Uh, uh, traveling circus and he ends up joining them in hopes of trying to find his mother and a reason f and to get rid of rid of the you know darkness that lives inside of him but it's good it's very good it's really well written the art is just absolutely fucking fantastic it's short there's only i believe 18 issues in the entire run uh so about three volumes uh of of trade paperbacks or or hardcovers or what have you uh, but yeah, three books as they're called in the, in the series. And, uh, I'm currently reading book two. Uh, I'm about halfway through it and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just really good. Uh, I really love everything about it. Lucas. Sure. Um, I'm going to recommend something that I think I re recommended like the first time we did recommendations. Okay. But I'm going to recommend it again. Uh, cause I can't think of anything else right now. Uh, uh, dropout.tv college humor's uh, streaming service uh, they honestly have a lot of really fun shows uh, and also because they have a lot of game shows tying it into the theme of the episode Whoa, look at that <laughs> Um, my favorite show on there is Dimension Twenty. It's their their uh, their uh, D and D show. I'm not gonna lie, uh, Lucas. I think this is exactly why I wanted to do a game show for the show because you'd recommended this. Sorry, go on. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but yeah, they have a D and D show called Dimension Twenty, which is a lot of fun. Um, they also have uh, uh, two game shows uh, called Game Changer and Um Actually. Um Actually, uh, it, it went pretty viral on YouTube, so some of y'all might have heard of it. But basically, the idea is the Mike Trap, the uh, host, reads out a, reads out incorrect statements about um about like nerdy things, and then the contestants have to buzz in and say um actually and correct the statement. That, right. That's the whole game. I saw one um, clip of of that show where someone said an answer and then someone jumped in and went uh like because they didn't say um actually, yeah. And then jumps in <laughs> and, sa and says um actually, and then they get all the points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to say I'm actually, otherwise you don't get the points. That's what right. that's like the only rule. Uh but that that's a fun show. It's 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 fun watching nerds be pedantic but in kind of a wholesome way. Right. Um and then the other show, Game Changer, is a game show that doesn't have rules, it, but like every episode is a new game. And the, but they don't explain to the contestants what the game is. They, they like they they proceed playing the game and the contestants have to learn how to play as they go without knowing the rules um <laughs> sounds like That's, a very chaotic game show yeah, it is and it's great <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh there, there's one uh there's one person that's part of this uh, whole crew named brennan lee mulligan he's he's the dm for uh 
for Dimension 20, and he's on. he shows up on everything else because he's just one of the cast members. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's an episode of Game Changer when every question is just yes or no. Oh, okay. Every like the the host is just like yes or no, and then each person picks an answer. They either say yes or no, and by the end of the game, the other two contestants have like seven or five points or whatever, and Brennan has zero. Uh, and the the rule of the game was Brennan can't win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so whatever Brennan answered, uh, anyone who picked the opposite got a point. So <laughs> that's funny. And a lot of like really stupid shit like that, and it's honestly a lot of fun. It's great. Great, Liam. What do you got for us today? Uh, I'm gonna recommend a um, uh, what is it? Big shock. Another animated thing, because it's a uh, a movie I like. I know it's not great. Nobody talks about it anymore, but I like it. Damn it! And I'm gonna recommend it. And that's a movie called Nine. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh shit! I remember I that movie. That. Yeah, it's uh. I saw it in theaters. Yeah, I, so did I actually back when the Calgary <laughs> Movie Dome was still a thing. Um, um, but it's essentially a uh, uh, how do I say it? It's essentially an animated movie made for adults that kids could watch. Um, and that was made of like the tail end of the uh, 2000s with um, it was made by a guy named uh, Shane Acker who had never done a feature before. He had only done a uh. A short film which this movie was based on that was actually up for an oscar and hasn't made a film since he's just went back to doing vfx work hmm. as uh he was nominated and like it was known for his work on like the lord of the rings and uh other like uh as a visual effects artist for things like that it's essentially uh oh god I, how do i explain this thing <laughs> I don't it, it has kind of <laughs> like a uh toy story meets terminator type of a thing yeah like where the from what I remember that remember that sounds pretty accurate. But yeah. there's also like alchemy and uh, what is it? like, it's like, it's a post-apocalyptic fairy tale almost. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I just think it's uh, it's not especially written. Like the script is kind of lacking and like it doesn't fully come together. But there's so much detail and creativity in there that you could recommend it just on those principles. Like uh, on that principle, every single character like in their design has something on them. Or, like, just this one little thing that you notice each time you watch. Or, like, even, like, the little gear they use are actually made from real... Like, you can see how they actually function. I kind of love it when movies do that. Where, like, you can see, like, things that... Uh, how do I explain it? I think you're doing a good job. <laughs> yeah. It's a hard It's a hard thing to explain. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I no, I mean, you. like... um, But, no, it's... uh, Again, I've just... I've really been coming to realize that, like... Uh, I. Like, I always complain about how I don't think there's nearly enough uh, variety in, uh, uh, was it in animation these days? Like, I'm kind of, like, and I've talked with Ez about this before, how, like, even though I don't mind this animation style, I'm kind of tired of so many shows uh, really trying to go for the same look of, like, uh, Steven Universe or Adventure Time. Right. Or, like, how uh, every adult sitcom right now kind of uses the Solar Opposites, uh, Rick and Morty style. Right. Or, yeah, or Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like uh, that was even one thing I was gonna say about the Boondocks, which is it made me realize how much I miss that kind of like anime inspired. Uh, I was it animation, right? But uh, yeah. Anyway, with nine, I uh, was it just on the principle of the animation and concept alone. I will always recommend it and have a soft spot for that movie. Very cool. Oh, Elijah Wood plays nine. He sure does. Yeah. Yes. Christopher Plummer's there. Yeah. It was one of the last things Jennifer Connelly made for years. Wow. 
So that yeah. was our ingestion and recommendations for this week. Uh, when we come back uh, after our very quick break, we are going to be doing the very first Thundercast game show, which, again, we do not have a name for yet. As do you have a name for it? No, I didn't even enter a title. In fact, it says enter title in white letters. <laughs> Welcome to enter title, everybody. <laughs> we'll come back with a wonderful version and edition of enter title. All right. We will talk to you very soon. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Thundercast. I almost said Thunder and Dragons, but I didn't. <laughs> My name is Lucas. My name is Christian. And I'm Liam. Here if another... To- Sorry, can we start over? Yes, yeah, we can. Yeah, I fucked up too. So. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Thundercast. Here we are. We are going to be playing a wonderful uh, first episode, first game, first whatever have you of the new Thundercast game show, Enter Title. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Enter Title, uh, which is basically um, a ripoff of of a, a Merv Griffin sh- trivia show that airs on some television network that was <laughs> hosted by a Canadian. I will refuse <laughs> to answer or say what the title is. As you want to run us through, you want to give uh, us the yeah. So there's five categories with five amounts of points. Uh, if you are buzzing into an answer a question, you are wagering the amount of points on the question. So if you say I'm buzzing in for a one hundred. If you get it wrong, 100 points will disappear or monies. Um, I'm going to roll a six, a 12, 12-sided 12 die. And when I hit uh, a crit on a 20, it will be a daily double. So the po- the points will be doubled. It will be extra dastardly. Um, I don't know if this will be hard or good. <laughs> I know that it's very specific to my interests. <laughs> <laughs> which you may share with me <laughs> perfect yeah um but without further ado uh we will enter title here okay here we are in the jeopardy game oh you gotta yeah. adjust adjust our our, t- our numbers down at the bottom so team one team two oh, team my three gosh i was doing tests seeing if all my questions work because i'm a professional I just want to make sure Liam doesn't start with negative three hundred dollars. Why am I three? Because on my you screen want... it goes one, two, three. I don't know, but you want names? Uh, yeah, I'll be number two. You can put, you can put, Great. yeah. Oh, you can oh, put what? C. Can put C. Yeah. And then for number one, who wants number one? I'll I'll be L. Liam, you have to pick something else. <laughs> Sorry, Liam. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'll be. Skeet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now it's like we're in class and I'm your teacher. Uh, the categories are who's that Pokemon, which will be a silhouette challenge, not necessarily about Pokemon, because I figured there's a thousand and I probably have a lot more knowledge than you. I didn't, I had no idea. 
Um, animated movies I watched last month, not from the ingestion today, folks, but from last month. <laughs> Anime, you might know. Some of these you may know, but others you definitely won't. Except for you, Liam. You listen, yeah. Video games through the ages. Um, I had questions from when video games were babies, but some were also from when video games were adults. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that 2S LGBTQIA plus shit I do like. Uh, this is the gay category. It's Pride right. Month. It is Pride Month. It yes. is Pride Month. Very fitting. Yeah. Happy Pride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. On. So, who wants to go first? Uh, can you? A, a D three isn't a thing, is it? Technically, it is. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, they don't sell many of them anymore. But you could roll a D six and do like one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. So yeah, Lucas will be one, two. I'll be three, four. Liam will be five, six. Should I roll a D six and then? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was four. Four. Lucas is first. I was one too. Oh. Mm, I am first. You're first. <laughs> this clearly, is going, such a great start, guys. Clearly, I would like never to, done this before. I would like to go with video games through the ages for three hundred, please, Ez. Oh yes, yes. I have to. And remember, yeah. wait. Do we have to answer it like Jeopardy? Oh. I don't know, but no, because I figured it's hard. I think it makes it harder. In the original arcade version of Danky Kang, what is the name of the little guy who would later be called Mario? That would Christian. be Jumpman. It's Jumpman. Jumpman. Woohoo! I didn't roll a d20. Let's see if it's a crit, folks. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Ender Title, everybody. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, woohoo. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah, and then in in Jeopardy fashion, I now pick the next one, right? Mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. Um, I wish I had more. I should have made more. Gosh. Animated movies I watched last month for two hundred, please, as. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of spirit is Haku from Spirited Away? Meep meep. Liam. He's a dragon, correct? Oh, it's not what is said in the movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn it, I haven't seen Spirited Away in far too long. But I uh... watched it last month, Liam. <laughs> and that's what matters. <laughs> Does anyone else want to try? No. Oh, okay, yeah. He is actually a Kohaku River spirit. Uh from the Kohaku River. I would have accepted River Spirit. I wouldn't have got that. No. <laughs> Me neither. All right. Good job, so good job. so uh uh we'll go with who's that Pokémon for 200 please Ezra. Mhm. Yeah. Who's that Pokémon? Oops, I can't click that like that. And uh, me. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, I think it was Lucas. I think it was uh, Lucas, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I believe that is uh, Knuckles. That's Knuckles, yes. That Pokemon is Knuckles the Itchid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what type is Knuckles? What uh, Pokemon type is Knuckles? Ground? Fairy. <laughs> ground Fairy. Yeah. And he's going to be in a movie next year, apparently. Yeah. Ah. Oh, that's good. I hope um, he's not dumb. That, that went well for me, so I'm going to stick with who's that Pokemon for 300. Mm-hmm. Who is that Pokemon? Is what we gotta ask. Who's that Pokemon? Uh, mm, 
I think it was Christian. I'm gonna say, who is oh, Jake the dog? I forgot to put this in. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh no! Okay, hold on. Uh, hold you on. can you can type it in. You should oh, be really? able to, you should be able to type it in. Yeah. Great. I'll just put in a little two hundred right. Here. There we go. Okay. It, it was Jake the dog. That was the Pokemon. I would yeah. like to go with animated movies I watched last month for one hundred, please. Yeah. Meet me. Oh, yeah. Wait, I didn't ask oh. a question. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, you have to. You have, Liam has to give an answer though. He did buzz in. Oh yeah, what's your answer, Liam? That's George from Monsters Inc. It's incorrect. Oh, the question is: George Sanderson here uh, had a violation. What code number was that violation? Meet me, Liam. Twenty-three nineteen. It was. It was a twenty-three nineteen. Right. I almost said six two six, but that's Stitch. Stitch. <laughs> <laughs> Great word, but also you lose a point because you answered wrong. So. Oh, that was Liam. That was Lucas. No, that was yeah. I'm L. Liam oh, Mesquite. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> Liam's an honor. I'm sorry. <laughs> but he did answer it right. So Liam, you go ahead. I'm going to go, who's that Pokemon 500? Oh, yeah. Who is that Pokemon? Oof. Meep, meep. Meep, meep. Oh, it was Lucas. Uh, I believe that's Fire Lord Ozai. Is that your final answer? You're making me nervous. The Phoenix King, it seems like to me. It's the Phoenix King Ozai. <laughs> there we go. It's <laughs> a title created by Fire Lord Ozai, who intended to signify his supreme rule over oh, the entire man. world. Nice the catch, Lucas. Yeah. Allow Azula to become Fire Lord and lead the nation in his absence. Awesome. Good job. Now you lead the board, and that oh, that's five hundred. Dang. Nice. Oh man, I keep on trying to click hmm. the screen, which. <laughs> um i will go with anime you might know for 100 yeah totally this one's really easy but, well i i, oh. like, <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> the titles are there oh no this is so a free chaotic. free category love it. before they hung him from the gallows these were the final words he said <laughs> my fortune is yours for the taking but you'll have to find it first. I left everything I own in one piece. <laughs> Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for one piece, the treasure that would make their dreams come true. Eh. <laughs> We're just dancing. It's a dance break. Okay. <laughs> but listen, it's like seeing it. Okay, okay, I don't want to get I don't want to get a copyright strike. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, the question is um yo ho ho, who took a bite of that gum gum fruit? Oh fuck. Uh uh eh. Ooh, Christian. Was it Chopper? <laughs> it's wrong it's bad no no but good job you do know a little bit i know one i know one character from from one piece it's from one piece you got it i don't even know that character yet i'm only 72 episodes in 
<laughs> Only oh. 72. <laughs> yeah. You're not, that, that's not even a dent. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not, Jesus. but I'm having a great time. Nobody? Eh. Oh, Lucas? Lucas. Is it One Piece? <laughs> it's not One Piece. Guys, this was so easy. It was like... Oh, I'm not in the show. It was in the song. It was in the title. Yo, oh. ho, ho, he took a bite of gum, gum. It was Monkey mm. D. Luffy, guys. Mm. Oof. Fucking Oof. Luffy. Oof. <laughs> yeah. I was going to give you bonus points if you knew what his middle name stood for. So if you know right now what his middle name stands for. And trust me, it's something that you can think of in your head. Like, what's his, what's you're, the you're, name? Like, what's his name again? Monkey D. Luffy. Think of the like the sickest thing that it could be that has a Japanese twist. I uh, I don't want to say it. If I if I if I, I, I say if I say it, do I lose points? Or is this no purely... no 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 no? This is just this is for fun. Okay. Uh, Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's actually it's dragons. Monkey oh, dragon. Okay. Luffy. <laughs> I feel like I should I should I should have gotten that. Yeah, I'm like a horse yeah, school, totally. but for dragons. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we all had a good time, but in the end, we didn't know that anime. No. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas. Oh, I gotta choose another one. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll go video games to the ages for four hundred. Who's that boy? <laughs> Christian. That's a virtual boy from it's Nintendo. The Boy. Uh. Yeah. The virtual <laughs> boy was released on July 21st, 1995 in Japan with the launch games Mario Tennis, Red Alarm, Telero Boxer, and Galactic Pinball, all in red and black 3D. An incredibly bad for your eye. <laughs> he is incredibly <laughs> bad. Look how tall it is. Look at its little stand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was great, Christian. Can it, it, I'm gonna put your points in. I, just, <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to be petty about it and be like, "Can I have my points, please?" Okay. Yeah. Um, I would like to go with uh, that two S L G B T Q I A plus shit. I do like for two hundred, please. Mm-hmm, yeah. Who held the title of Shira before oh, Adora? Fuck. fuck. I love that show. Oh, Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I haven't watched this one yet. Oh, it's on tip my tongue. Fuck. God damn it. I can't think yeah. of it. Fuck. I can be so mad when I hear it. You guys want it? Yeah. I got nothing. Mara. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, don't break something, man. man. Yeah, Liam's oh, has negative man. 200. <laughs> I, I knew that one. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, we all did. We all did. Uh, we will Sorry. go same category for 300, please. Three undie. In Bojack's Horseman's episode, hooray, Todd episode, what does the titular character Todd learn about himself? Meh. Is it, is it that he's ace? He's ace, yeah. yes. Oh, shit, I thought you that was a just had to guess episode. one of those two S-L-G-B-T-I-Q... Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just one of the letters in there. <laughs> the hint. I was, gonna, was I was scared that if I... I was going to say that, but I was scared that if I answered and got it wrong, I was going to sound like a fucking idiot. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll take the brunt of that, Liam. Uh, we'll for, go with who's for that... Re- for, for some reason, I thought that was like a like an early season two episode. I don't know why. No, it's, a, it's definitely a later yeah. one, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's more. like, yeah. 
Yeah. Who, who's that Pokemon for 400, please? Ooh, this one's, I think, the hardest one. <laughs> <laughs> who's that Pokemon? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh. I, I think it was Liam, yeah. Yeah, Liam. Is that Lightning McQueen? <laughs> you better Good fucking job. believe it. Lightning McQueen, baby. I, I, I got it just as you guys buzzed in. That's I was like, true, ah. guys. When I blocked it out, I was like, that just looks bad. Uh, if you aren't watching this episode on YouTube, I highly suggest you turn off or maybe just skip to the end of the podcast so that it counts as a view. Um, but then also go watch this on YouTube. Because you're yes. missing out on a lot of like visual comedy here. <laughs> um, All right, Liam. Right. Oh dang, you got four hundred. Dang, Liam. Liam's out of the hole. Yeah, I'm hey, out of a doghouse. Two hundred. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's see, animated movie I watched last month for four hundred. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? Oh, oh that was animated. Oh, Wrong one. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. All right, oh, well, we might as, Liam, we might as well keep it. Oh, no, no, no. It's, I'm sorry. You've seen those characters, but there was no question. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, we, don't know, we don't know what the question was. That's no. true. Uh, was it 400? I'm sorry. Was it 400. 400. Yeah. Which Pixar movie has the shortest development cycle to date? Ooh. I'll hmm. give you a hint. I watched it last month. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, meep meep Liam um based on my knowledge of Pixar for going movies wouldn't it be a bug's life because they started developing and planning for future ideas at a lunch right after um right as Toy Story yes yeah <laughs> yeah Liam we didn't need the context for that <laughs> you just need the fucking answer <laughs> that's true they, they went to a lunch and developed a whole bunch of movies they were like let's be extra productive today <laughs> a lot of them turned out to be pretty solid yeah uh, you're up liam let's go with uh sorry i have a th i'm trying to get the titles right um that mm -hmm. uh what is Always. it uh was it that 2s lgbtq uh lgbt sorry mm -hmm. lgbtq uh ia plus shit i do like yeah for which number uh let's go 400 oh no mig a big player. How do you measure measure a year? Oh my god! Oh damn it! <laughs> Fucking rent. Uh, <laughs> oh Lucas, go for it. Twenty-six hundred minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know rent very well. I don't know the numbers. Uh, there's other guy, things Lucas. you could say. There's other things you could say. What that's does all, the song say? How do we how do we measure you? That's all I remember. Uh, in daylights, in sunsets, <laughs> in midnights, <laughs> in cups oh, of no, coffee. Oh, I was just gonna say cups of coffee. Fuck, that's all right. Uh, mm -hmm. But there's another one, and if you get it, you could take the whole pot. What's the most important way we measure a year? Meh. Love? What is it, Lucas? We measure in love. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or measure, measure in love. love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great work. Great work. <laughs> Lucas, you're biting at my heels here. I am. And you take it, Lucas. Right. Hmm. 
since it's half been revealed already, anime you might know for 400. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know this. This is a write it in question, guys. Ooh. Unless you don't have paper with you. In, in which case, that's okay too. We could say it out loud. Liam, do you have paper? Uh, yeah. Lucas, you got paper? Yep. All right. What do all of these characters have in common? Do you need the characters' names also? Nope. <laughs> I picked a really blurry image, the third one. I was like, I need a good blurry one. And do we all reveal at the same time? Yeah, whenever you guys are ready, let me know. I'm ready. I've only seen one of these shows, so I'm, I'm, I'm going for it. <laughs> Liam, Liam, are you ready? Uh, yeah, I, I guess. Okay. Three, yeah. two, one. They are all named Naruto. <laughs> Dead parents. They were orphaned. It's true. They don't <sighs> know this, the love of a family. They're not all named Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> Do I lose four hundred? I mean, technically, right Ed Edward grew up partially with with the parent. <laughs> and partly, but not in. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> oh, he's man. young. He's young when he loses his parents. Yeah, Edward's true. from uh, Full Metal Alchemist, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, Christian. Damn it! What a gamble. They're not all no. <laughs> 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 you know what? I'll give you like a hundred points because this one is Naruto. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, like you totally. got one, one out of four. You got right. <laughs> and then you will be going up to the big one. And you will be going up to the big one, too, but slightly less big. Slightly less Ooh. a big one. <laughs> one question brought Christian from the lead to last. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> one, one stupid joke. That's my, whole, that's my fucking memoir right there. <laughs> they are all Naruto. All right. I should Video. have, like, I could have, like, held up a picture of all the Kingdom Hearts characters and been like, which one is Sora? I would have known that. It's Sora. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, video games through the ages for 500. That's the true question. <laughs> when Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, how many Kingdom Hearts games were in the main series of games? Eh. Christian. I believe it's seven. Mm. Uh -uh. I'm really sorry, Christian. It's so <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's not. Part of me really wants to guess, but I don't want to lose the lead. <laughs> it's true. It's a number. It's it's a number. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's a number. I know it's more than three. It's how 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 three. many how many Kingdom Hearts uh, games were in the main series? Too S. too many. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to reveal it? Yes. Okay. I'm so sorry to everyone who's ever loved this franchise. Thirteen games Jesus bro. Three hit the shelves, including a mobile game that still gets updates with its ever-changing lore and an exclusive Japanese orchestra concert in which intimate character details were revealed. That's and too I, many. I don't know them because I wasn't at the concert. <laughs> Is it, has it been recorded? It hasn't. No. <laughs> it was legal to record. That makes sense. Yeah. They have names like 358 over two days. 
One of them is like one of them is like Kingdom Hearts 1.5 redo redux or something like it's one just, of them. One of them is like Kingdom insane. Hearts 2.8 like full platter meal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I go again, right? Yeah. Yes. All right, then I'll take uh, that 2SLGBTQIA plus shit I do like, or I do mm-hmm. love. I can't for, see it. I like. For I which like, number? Right. Uh, 100. Oh, play it safe, eh? What is the popular pairing name of these two special women friends? Ooh. I've not seen this show. I really like this show so much. I don't know what their <laughs> what their couple name is. Do you want me to give you a hint? I can give you their names. Mm. Sure. Okay. Marceline and Bubblegum. That did not help me. Mar- <laughs> Sorry, Marceline and Bubblegum? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's Princess Bubblegum. Yeah. yeah. And it's their pairing name. Um, Marcel Gum. Oh, it's Bubbleine, baby. Bubbleine. <laughs> Liam, you, could, you were so close. You just had to flip it the other way. Oh man. Oh no. I could. Bubbly. I couldn't make. I couldn't make make the words go together. Man, I haven't watched. I haven't watched Adventure Time in like five fucking years. Mm, there was an amazing episode recently where these two were officially gay, even though they've been officially gay for like ten years. It was good though. <laughs> it was good though. It's nice to to get that they were kissing all up on each other. It was amazing. And let me guess, it got censored in Russia. Oh, Russia's doing with their time. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they, usually, they usually get censored in Russia, so yeah. Because there was that marriage on uh, Steven Universe where they, uh, where the animators intentionally tried to troll them, but they just refused to air the episode. Mm. There's also like one episode of like Adventure Time. It's really funny. Uh, Finn's trying to find like this really super awesome sick armor so that he doesn't feel embarrassed. So he wants really cool armor, and he has to go through, like, so many embarrassing processes to get it. Like, he has to, like, go through this, like, forest of curtained old men who are, like, taking showers. And there is, like, a four-minute scene cut in, like, certain countries. Like, they were like, we don't – we're going to keep this episode, but we'll just cut out most of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Lucas, I believe you go again. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, Yeah, uh, same category, 500. Oh, Yeah. Let's do it. Which all ages animated series had a character say the words "I'm gay"? Hint: There has been one. Really? That that's sad. <laughs> yeah. Also, hint: It's pretty fucking new. Huh. In Gosh, all ages, I probably series. don't know it. Can you tell us what um, network it's on? It's on Netflix. Oh. It, it was released uh, 2020 and 2021. Really zippity quick. They were like, let's do three seasons in a year. Bang. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I, oh, I, I was reading about it the other day. I forgot uh-huh. what it's called. It's uh, oh. oh, fuck. Yeah, because they have the three seasons that came out all like back to back to back. And the Shit. music is bomb diggity. Damn it. I can't remember what it's called. Fuck, I give up. I don't know. I, I, can, oh. I can only think of one relatively recent I don't animated Netflix show, but I don't think it's all ages. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. 
Kipo, Kipo. in the age of the Warriors. Oh, there's some need to watch that. Yeah, this is the first time this was ever said in an animated show. And the reason why it's so monumental is because it's never been said before. But because, like, uh, the main character is like, hey, I like you. And then this other character is like, oh, I, I don't. I'm, I'm gay. And then the episode continues for like another 10 minutes. It's not like a, I don't know, that was very scary. Cliff, it's, not yeah. it's not like, I'm gay, cut to black. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, cool. Let's continue the ride we're on. Right. It always makes me happy when especially shows for kids become more, com- uh, was it develop more of a spine and become more comfortable having this stuff? Uh, like uh, there was, uh, like I remember you and I were talking about the Dragon Prince when season three came out as, and how we were really scared that it was just baiting the audience. Yes. But it's like, no, it actually followed through. And we're like, oh, shit, yes. sweet. I hate to be baited. Pay <laughs> me money if you're going to bait me. Like, I'm serious. <laughs> All right. Uh, we just finished up a category. Let's finish off another one. Who's that Pokemon for 100? 100? Who's that Pokemon? Who's that Pokemon? <clears throat> it's Lucas. That's actually a Pokemon. That's Farfetch'd. It's Farfetch'd! <laughs> I didn't I expect to see a Pokemon. I sent you a message about that, Lucas. I sent you one message that said, I said, Ez told us that there is a, a, a section called Who's That Pokemon? And ex- exactly one of them is a Pokemon. So, oh, yeah. I, I, I forgot about that. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Right. Oh, up. man. I don't want, I don't, I, I, I want to keep winning, but I don't want to pick categories anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, animated movies I watched last month last month for five hundred. Yeah. I I um uh, I don't I gotta look at the question. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, well, you, you, you got... <laughs> I reversed my answer. Don't, don't, doesn't he have to give an answer? Yeah. What's your? <laughs> uh. Can't. I don't know, like <laughs> dust, dust mites, dust sprites, dust spirits. Pretty good answer, but incorrect actually. I'm very Fuck. Sure. <laughs> I'm so. I gotta look. The question's not here. I just have so many fucking doodles everywhere. Um, I just can't look. But I think it was something along the lines of, in popular theories on the internet, um, what god do people say Totoro is? Oh, like what god is he based off of? Lucas. Uh, uh, I, oh shit, I forgot. Uh, god of the forest? No. Oh no, I had oh something else. God, I forgot it. No, don't fuck your lead, Lucas. Liam, you don't want to just throw your hat in the uh, ring? Do it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we need to add some rules to this game. We're allowed to pr- peer pressure one person into answering a question. <laughs> Otherwise, what are we gonna do? Just get the wrong, an- get the answer and feel sad. Um, can you give me a hint? It's hmm. That's not fair. <laughs> We've collectively oh, well, lost a thousand points. You'll be this collectively one. hearing this hint. I'm not like phoning up Liam. Hey Liam, here's this. Oh, true. <laughs> um, the uh. You, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good. I don't, I don't, uh, it's ba- it's it's based off of this. Uh, I don't know. It's a good hint. It's one word, five letters. That's what hints. 
It's it, something you could be god of. Is it death? It's death. <laughs> oh hey. shit! Really? Yeah, I don't remember there, that. There's like there's popular theories and stuff because this movie seems to be based off of like a case that happened in Japan. But when these little girls go into the forest, they never return because Totoro is a god of death. Hmm. Interesting. So like when okay. they fly over and see their parents in the end, their parents can't see them because they've gone over to the uh, to the other world. Right. It's actually it holds up. Interesting. Um, I don't know if like Kyle Miyazaki like meant to do that because I don't think he means to do things like I don't think he meant. <laughs> like, I wanted a big I, cat monster. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't but interesting. And who got that though? That would be me. I'm on yeah. back on the plus side, everybody. Woohoo! <laughs> okay, uh You're I will fire. go with uh video games for the ages for 200 please mm -hmm. yeah 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 do you know this video game the highest selling gaming console to date Meh. christian I, I believe that is the wii oh crap it's a ps2 <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ah crap, I clicked the button, but it's Man, not the Wii. It... <laughs> it's always been the PS2. <laughs> it's the PS2 guy, sorry. Um, That's so good. I will so go funny. with animated movies I watched last month for 300 Okay. Maybe you watch this one. Who knows? In the Mitchells versus the Machines, after the humans are captured, where's Pal bring Mark? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen, seen it. it yet. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. oh, you guys should watch this movie. I watched it last month. It's I'm going to guess. <laughs> I'm going to guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you want me to give you a hint? Sure. I'll, okay. Uh, it's, 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 it's sort of like a sentence. It's, it's four words. It's a shape of a, a bad thing. <laughs> Oh, that is not what I was going to say. Okay, oh, I don't want to okay. guess anymore. Oh, no, okay. I'm sorry, everyone. Okay, do you want me to reveal it? Yes. This movie's really good. That's what I've heard. Yes. Uh, it's the rhombus of infinite subjugation. <laughs> they build oh. a giant structure, rhombus-like, and they stack all the humans up. That's Just so the funny. phrase "the rhombus of infinite subjugation" makes me want to watch this movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. It's so good. It's really, it's really well done. Really well All done. Right. I've heard it's really yeah. good. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. let's go with anime. You might know for five hundred. <laughs> We've largely Whoa. been avoiding the anime category. Yes. <laughs> this is another like opening, so we don't have to play the whole thing. But I'm going to tell you the question beforehand and keep it in mind okay so this anime is called jujutsu kaisen but what is its english name okay Do you guys want to watch the anime Should yes I find out its english name yes okay think about what jujutsu might mean Okay, um...
That's probably all we can get away with. That's probably yeah, about thirty seconds is as much as we can get away with. Um You know what? Like well, think about what jujutsu in your in your head means right now. Do you know what what that word means? No. Uh, uh. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll give you that word, okay? I'll say jujutsu fighting. Oh, okay. So it's that called it's called jujutsu kaisen. I right, so I need to know what kaisen means. Kaisen. Yeah. Um is it like if you hear me typing don't worry about it hey no 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 i have 200 points I, i'm gonna I, lose I'm this not, game anyway i'm not gonna worry about it don't worry um i'm gonna go with fighting school kids that's that's pretty good that's pretty good actually that's pretty good. is that it's was actually, that wrong it's wrong though yeah <laughs> I can't. I, I I can't gamble or... right now. My lead is too. My lead's too small. I can't win. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys aren't left a lot. Uh, so I do think I, I guess again though, right? Uh, video oh, games. Oh, I haven't been doing daily doubles. Gosh. Oh yeah, you haven't been rolling. <laughs> let's just yeah. So let's save. Uh, let's. I don't know. We'll figure something out. These could be daily doubles. These last three. <laughs> sure, everything's doubled now. Points are doubled. Or triple. It's the daily triple. The daily tri <laughs> I could win. <laughs> I'll go with video games through the ages for 100. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What video game was released on November 21st, 1998, and is still often listed as the best video game of all time? Fuck you, Lucas. Lucas. Is it Le Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time? It fucking is. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it Damn. has to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the best one of all time. You know? <laughs> I was like, Lucas I played that game when I was like, no, not five. I was more like 13 when I finally got to play it. But anyway. Lucas got 300 <laughs> points for that. 300 fucking points for that. Three years oh. after Lucas's mom took Goldeneye away. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. All right. Oh, I guess... I guess all we got left is anime. Anime you might know for 300. Yep, yep, yep. Anime you might know. This is my favorite anime, by the way, because it's so dramatic. <laughs> what's, what's the question first? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm going to ask you after. So you're just going to okay. watch this video, take it in, kind of get in my head. What is that we're going to ask us? Oh, but it's a, it's a scene. I think we can get away with a scene. It's a scene. It's just like... Yeah, it's a scene, yeah. Everybody just yell fair use, fair use, fair use. <laughs> no copyright infringement intended. Yeah, this show's pretty metal. So the best. Oh, I see what I mean by dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Holy moly. <laughs> that was genuine insanity. That was yes. amazing. <laughs> that was Kaishi. What game is Kaishi playing? <laughs> Fuck, I... Uh, oh, sorry. What popular Japanese game is Kaiji playing? I don't know shit about Japan. <laughs> uh, uh, God. I should know this because I have seen people play this game before. Yeah, we have it here, I'm pretty sure, too. <laughs> is it... It's not as good here. Eh. Christian. Is it Marbles? <laughs> No, <laughs> Negative 900 points for Christian right now. Oh, no, I just God. lost 900 S. Oh, yeah. wow. oh God. Guys, <laughs> you don't know this game? No. Uh, 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 you don't know this game? No. Nope. Wow, this is getting about as dramatic as the show itself. <laughs> I want it to be. Oh gosh, can this won't help watching it again. When I try to click the space bar, it clicks the video and I wanted to reveal the answer. Um, you want me to reveal the answer? Yes. Yes. Pachinko. Damn it. A mechanical gambling game originating in Japan. Each year, Japan Japanese gamblers spend $200 billion on Pachinko. Damn. Kaiji is playing for 700 million yen, or roughly. Seven million Canadian. Seven, Damn. Yeah. I, I'd be reacting like that too. Guys, <laughs> you. Oh, Damn. Man. All right. Our last yeah, one. One more. Anime, yeah. you might know, but it's 600 because it's a triple daily double. <laughs> Who's going to. Who wants it? Who oh, wants it? you just reveal it if it's the last one. I just yeah. click on it now. Oh. Who protects the silver crystal? Christian. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, Christian. I'm going to take the dive. I'll take the dive. Do you know who it is? No, I don't. Whoa. Silver Crystal. No. It's like her, it's her main gig, but in the daytime, she's like... Sleeping. Oh, eh, eh. Yeah, Christian. It's Sailor Moon. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he got back up to twelve, negative twelve hundred bucks. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> oh my god! All right, thank you very much, as for hosting the You're inaugural, inaugural, inaugural. <laughs> I Lucas should be, should be the one with drunk with power right now. Winning. <laughs> uh, no, thank you for hosting the inaugural enter title. Hey, uh, yes, I'm, yes. I'm the reigning enter title champ. You are. <laughs> I feel like Will will definitely bring you back for another edition of enter Honestly, title. 
That was a fucking blast. Dude, yeah. I had a great time. Yeah. I'm glad everyone. Really I forgot that Jeopardy had multiple rounds and there, there are two rounds. <laughs> there are technically three rounds for Jeopardy. There are two rounds that are is Jeopardy, then it's double Jeopardy, then it's uh, uh, the final Jeopardy. So yeah. next time we play, I mean, what are we? Je what's Jeopardy? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the next time we play Enter Title, we'll be we'll yep. make it maybe a little bit longer. And uh, well, this was forty-five minutes, so I think we might be able to. to that monkey was a full class block, kid. That was a full class. <laughs> oh, so we are going to go for another break. And when we come back from that break, we are going to do another edition of Cool Wars. That's right, Cool Wars. All right, we will catch you on the flippity flap. You have to answer this question, but you need to make your answer comprehensible while you're brushing your teeth. No, please. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Thundercast. Uh, this very fun special edition of the Thundercast. Uh, as it's been obvious and present the entire episode, we have our guest as uh, Ezra, and uh, as hosted our very first episode of Enter Title, which is. <laughs> The, the name of our game show. Anyway, we and are I, 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 for one, I just want to say, I, for one, I vote we do that again because that was a lot of fun. I agree. I, I third that one. <laughs> we will, I might, I have a few ideas, but we'll talk about that in the post show. Uh, but, uh, okay, real quick, we are going to do another fun and exciting edition of Cool Wars. Cool, cool Wars. Wars. That's right, Cool Wars is a game we like to play at the end of every single episode of the Thundercast in which we pit two characters against each other in a battle of coolness. The coolness is evaluated purely based off of every single definition of the word cool. Second of all, these two are not physically fighting. There is no, they are not in a death match. It is purely a battle of Though cool. if they were in a death match, it would be a pretty good fight. This one would be good. <laughs> Liam, who do we have on the list today? All right. We have uh, Warren Officer Ellen Ripley from the Alien movies. And uh, we have Katara from the TV series Avatar The Last Airbender. That's right. Liam, you want to start the timer for us? Right. And here we go. That's What's right. cool about being a warrant officer? Well, what is cool, cool about, uh, at least in my first Alien movie, is that, uh, well, one, if they did actually listen to Ripley and follow protocols and regulation, they wouldn't have had a they wouldn't have had an alien parasite dick monster running around on the ship killing the crew. <laughs> That's a good point. That would have been. It is cool. true. Ripley uh, once uh, uh, drove a forklift mech suit to fight an alien, a giant alien queen, and called her a bitch. So that's yeah, cool. That's pretty. Yeah, uh, that's pretty neat. <laughs> Katara, is it Katara? Yeah. We're yeah, Katara. That. Katara. Yeah. Katara once waterbended the the hull of a ship. So it was like that is true. physically like out of the ocean because it yeah. was frozen. Katara also once, uh, uh, actually multiple times, bent the water in people's bodies to control their actions. Which Katara's I personally metal. find brother. horrifying, but yeah. <laughs> Katara raised her brother when That's her true. parents were absent, when her well, mom was away, and when her father was away for war. She raised that boy. Ripley yeah. raised a kid that wasn't hers. With well, I mean, that is true. Yeah, well, yeah, Katara essentially, while, uh, as she put it, Sokka was off playing soldier. She had to take care of like all the kids and elderly in the village. Yeah, because she's a woman, which is cool. 
Because Ripley's also a woman. Yeah. In fact, uh, both in their own right have kind of become both uh, feminine icons in uh, fiction. That's yeah, true. pretty much. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Anything I'm, about I'm having a really difficult time because I, I genuinely, even though I'm not a huge fan of the Alien movies, I do really like Ripley. Yeah, but also, yeah, I also really love Katara as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted on this. I think one thing that is cool about Katara, at least when compared to Ripley, is that Ripley is a full-grown woman, while Katara is a young girl still dealing with, uh, uh what is it, coming into her own end, but even the prejudices of her own world. Mm-hmm. Like there's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Liam. Like, there's this uh, excellent episode uh, where uh, in the first season, where um, when we're at the Northern Water Tribe and in their culture, it's like girls can't be the girls can't be fighters; they can only be healers. And uh, so she challenges the uh, was it, essentially the head waterbender bear, and they have this cool fight. And when you there's one point where you think he has the upper hand, but she's like, "You're not knocking me down," and I'm like, "Fuck yes!" <laughs> yeah. And also, if we think that Avatar Aang is a very capable avatar for literally bringing the four nations together when that was a thing that they kept separate as a rule, then you have to give Katara credit because behind every man is a wonderful supportive woman. And I'm serious because Katara has been there for Aang. She busted him out of the freaking iceberg. Without Katara, the world would be in a different place. That is totally. Um, one thing about Katara that... Uh, is kind of cool about her, but also uh, is kind of not uh, not really to her advantage is that from being younger or whatnot, she sometimes can be irrational and a little like quick to, like very prone to anger. But I think that's yeah. a beautiful strength because she has so much emotion, so much emotional capacity because like she is like a person who's going through it. Also, she's 12. Or she's at war. 14. Yeah. She's yeah. 14. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Uh, yeah, like there are like because I just think it's also just a personality type where uh, Katara is well, actually they both are pretty Type A personalities. Like uh, there are points with uh, with particular. I mean, the thing with Katara is also that she has a whole series of television. But like right. there are points where um the whole uh, motherly and controlling nature can kind of be like I know if I were in the same room with her, I'd probably lose my mind. You know who I think is so fucking cool though, my mom. <laughs> well, I mean, she's Ripley... great, and she raised me. Okay, yeah. No, well, Ripley's also literally in Alien is essentially about her becoming a, or Aliens is essentially about her becoming a mother again, right? That's and true. like her relationship with Newt and how she goes out of her way to protect this girl who she's only just met because she begins to see her as a daughter. And I mean, yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate like that Newt's only in the second movie and is yeah. hella dead moving forward. And yeah, they did. Of, flops Which is from unfortunate. There, but, yeah. yeah ripley but ripley been... ripley survived ripley was the sole survivor of a fucking alien attack on her on her ship like she, that, that four takes times. some bad four times yeah, four that takes times. some badassery and she's also like becomes like the most badass character in aliens when she's surrounded by a bunch of like gun toting like uh badass marines yeah they're all breaking and yelling game over man and she's like and she's still holding it together like doing her shit total side well, note but really i didn't realize sick. that Oh, sorry. Side note, oh, but I you, didn't. Re- you go ahead, Christian. I didn't realize that that Bill Paxton was in both the Predator and the Alien movies. Sorry. <laughs> you know what's really sick? Honestly, it's ice bending like metal in half on the hulls of flying <laughs> airships. I'm fucking serious. To, That's like, pretty sick. Domino yeah. them into each other, creating like a huge ass reaction. That's dope. Great job, Katara. Another thing Katara <laughs> has is that just from the get-go, Katara has a like a really cool design. Yes. 
like just about like uh i remember when i first saw, watched avatar for the first time i had never really seen anything like that yeah, yeah for sure Anyone yeah rip, and ripley joke. yeah they are this is true uh ripley i can't really remember any distinct designs for ripley mm, she's kind yeah. of wearing a spacesuit and then however like, she did kind of influence the way that people would look for many years to come because my mom, she kind of looks like a... But know, the hairstyle, like, that's true. Yeah. Fair. Like that's Ripley. a fair point. My that is a does. fair point. Yeah. Ripley is a style icon. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Sigourney Weaver, right? Yeah. yeah most, but most more Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver, Weaver, but yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and one thing, at least that's personal for me in regards to my fandom of Avatar and Katara is that... Uh, Katara as a character is kind of uh, one of my first introductions to the idea of like uh, strong women in fiction and like, um, I was it, and just uh, the idea of more feminist ideas, it, particularly in children's fiction. Yeah, honestly, mm -hmm. I think that Katara takes the cake because there's so many moments like where I've watched like anime or children's cartoons and every single like male character gets a great arc, but then the female characters are left for shit, like, mm -hmm. and they're just, like, a healer to the side. They don't have any moments themselves, and they're just, like, going after a man. But yeah. Katara is not. Yeah. Ever. Even, like, like even... Aang is like, I like you, and she's like, you're my little brother. Even, um, <laughs> uh, was it even in the episode where, um, they, oh, what's it? The one where they go to the Earthbender prison on the water made of steel or whatnot. You think she's going to get together with that Earthbender boy or there's this thing going on, but it, nothing ever happens there. No. She's got she's busy. <laughs> she's like business oriented. She's like, yeah. I'm sorry, we got to make sure that the Fire Nation ain't back to take over everything. Yeah. And, and, and Katara is uh, like my favorite episode of Avatar is a Katara episode, the Southern Raiders, in which like she full blown goes for revenge. And like learns a complicated lesson about revenge, which I thought was uh, really interesting. They had a really, really interesting take on it. Uh, I think, I think at least the three of us are leaning a certain way, or at least for, for sure, me and Ezar. And my uh, vote and won't count. <laughs> and, I, and I'm honestly really hard because these are two characters who I love so dearly. Yeah. Man. Like one is from one of my favorite shows of all time, and one is from one of my favorite movies of all time. Liam, I think there's probably what like 45 seconds left. 10 seconds 10 seconds look <laughs> at that all right Katara is so kind she always is so patient sorry when she deals with people points up. <laughs> times have been made two all seconds right. to spare all, all right. right i will count you down and you will give your vote and we will go from there ready three two one Katara. Katara. Yeah, I kind of saw that one coming. It was. I was honestly. I. I think the bit, there are two big things that made my deci deciding vote here. One is that um, Avatar was made. I think like characters like Katara are very important to have, especially for kids. While Ripley was in a franchise that was mostly meant for adults. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah. Like, and also, that movie was mostly made for adults. And Mo that, mostly. Uh, <laughs> and. Uh, there's also just the fact that um, uh, was at least Katara and her character didn't go downhill like Ripley did with later with uh, later movies of Avatar. I wouldn't say I wouldn't or the say later it. Alien movies. I mean, also Avatar because Sigourney Weaver is in Avatar. Um, but yes. I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that Ripley goes downhill. I think her, the portrayal holds up. It's the movies that go downhill. The I just think by of... the time uh, when Alien Resurrection comes along, it's like that's not even Ripley anymore. No, it's Amber just kind of. 
Yeah, but it's like <laughs> it's literally like a fucking still classic. Supposed to, <laughs> it's it's still supposed to think this is Ripley, and that's when they really tried to overcompensate the badass stuff. Right. And also, Ripley kills things. Katara doesn't. And that's always something that I will... Ripley kills aliens. Okay. Well, I don't want to get into this. <laughs> okay. But it is different. Like, when you're killing aliens or demons, it's different than, like, killing humans. Yeah. And Katara is fighting... It depend, a... depends if, if, if they would be considered uh, persons. But anyway. And, and Katara anyway. is fighting, essentially, for the most part, soldiers. All right, that you've want made her your and point. Her friends dead. <laughs> Katara has won. <laughs> and captured her mother. Grandmother too. Oh, every woman, every woman. Grand, is grand. So sad. All right. If War. thank you for listening to this episode <laughs> of the Thundercast, I really appreciate it. I would like to thank Ezra for joining us on this episode hey. fifty-nine. Hey. Uh, our next episode of the Thundercast will be a live show if my internet decides to keep working, uh, and that will be in approximately two weeks from now. Uh, we, Lucas, Liam, and I will have to discuss that. Um, that one be a really fun, wonderful uh, edition of the Thundercast. Having said that, if you like what you saw, if you like what you heard, be sure to go and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Thunder Lizard Collective. And on Twitter, we are Thunder Lizard OG. Uh, if, again, if you like what you heard, be sure to tell a friend. You can share us on social media. Go and follow us on Spotify. Give us five stars on iTunes. And do the same on any other streaming equivalent platform. Uh, we also have another show. That show is called Thunder and Dragons. That is hosted by Lucas down there. Lucas is our Thunder Master. He hosts Liam, myself, and our friend Dan as he guides us through Godhood in a live play Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Uh, I would also like to plug our Patreon account. So you can go to patreon.com slash thunderlizard and you can join and become a lizard uh, for the low, low price of a dollar a month. I think it's like a buck fifty Canadian a month, and you get a lot of you get the show early, you get access to our Discord server, you get all this cool fun stuff. And on that note, I'd like to thank our spon- our Patreon sponsors. So I'd like to thank Kate, Tanya, Scott, Manos, and Owen. So thank you to all of you for your support. This has been the Thundercast for this week. My name is Christian. My name is Lucas. I'm Liam. I'm Ezra. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> and Christian watch Avatar. Guess what, Liam? I'm keeping this next 40 seconds in the show. It's not gonna fucking happen. <laughs> I think that it might benefit you. Oh! <laughs> yeah.